trailer episode of The Wild Show with Equity Kings. Welcome to The Wild Show, guys, hosted by Equity Kings. I'm your host, Yabongo Chuma, accompanied by my co-host, Dumishura Modisha. And this is The Wild Show. We like to call ourselves financial conspiracy theorists, you know, because we feel that the financial age that we're living in, <laughs> there is a lot of mischievous things that are happening under the carpet, <clears throat> which people don't really realize and which we need to enlighten people so people are aware of this. Because if you don't understand as a human being that finance plays a role in your life, then hey, best believe you took your poor dad's advice. So I'm with my co-host here, Tumisha Ramadisha, and today we're going to be touching on on deep fundamental things about the economy, really, and other things, basically. Dumisho, how are you doing, sir? Now I'm doing great, see, I'm doing great. I hope you are good as well. I assume you're good as well. In fact, you're always good, man. The marriage chain is helping you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's, let's, but let's serious, yeah. No let's, pun let's, intended, listeners. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, but like on a serious note, guys, um, it's a pleasure to be here, guys, and I hope we can be as effective as possible. And if you have any questions, you can email us um, after listening to this brilliant podcast. I think this is the trailer, so let's just jump into it. Um, guys, so first thing I want to talk about, and I think this is very important, is that we should actually discuss the reasons behind, of course, the reasons behind the crash of March 2020 is it's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer everyone knows coronavirus happened everything happened so fast mm. we got into lockdowns as quickly as possible but now we have to find out why did the markets recover during a pandemic i think that's very key because that's where we should start because that's a whole that's a whole theme around our podcast um basically mm. about finance and all these things and government interventions yeah. are they good or bad so we have to understand why so Sia, do you have anything to say on that uh, first and foremost, I'd just like to say um, we were, we are not going to dive into deep, but I'd just like to say we can see that um, rules and basic structure of economics has been broken here when we talk about what happened last year, March. And uh, at the time of this recording, I'd just like to say it's been a year since uh, the crash happened. But the market yeah. recovered and people are still in lockdown, which I think it... it, it does in a way hinge with the law of supply and demand because the markets are supposed to be human real life behavior right but actually it doesn't seem that way we could say a computer and plugging in all this data as to how they feel so yeah i mean see ya like think about this um and i guys i want you guys to just think about this from a logical conclusion we can all see that there is a disconnect between the financial market and the real economy. I mean, look at this, South Africa also, where we are. Um, we have seen the crash, the crash happened, JSE 40 crashed 40% or 30, 40%. It was a big crash because of lockdown. In the US, same thing, NASDAQ had crashed up to 50%. S&P, also the same equivalent amount. I'm not sure about Dow Jones, but we could see a recovery immediately after that. The Fed, what happened is in the middle of the crash, the Fed announced that it was going to do QE. 
So we, I don't want to really dive into what really QE is. That's a it's quantitative that's easing. Yeah. Quantitative easing in full, guys. It's abbreviated, so it's quantitative easing. Yeah. For those who are curious. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to dive into the deep meaning of it and how it affects the markets. I just want us to just get an overall picture. It's when the Fed buys up these <clears throat> just to prop up the market. So you can imagine before in the past, when the Fed used to announce this, the Fed is the Federal Reserve Bank of New York or America rather, and then there's branches of that. But I don't want to get into that. But the Fed initially, they just buy these treasuries, which is government bonds or government debt. So they just buy up these things and they do a whole program that they're going to buy a certain amount every single month so they do this to prop up the markets so what happened is when they first announced it markets shook it off and they didn't care it continued crashing so this is a fed put where that they're, they're announcing treasuries but what happened is markets weren't even worried about the fed put until the government put came in when they announced stimulus that's the only time mm. it recovered every single market mm -hmm. in the world recovered after government announced that it's going to provide COVID relief funds to people who lost their job. <laughs> so this is where the problem starts <laughs> and he, and this is the question you should ask yourself where does the money come from yeah why is the stock market booming we've seen nasdaq do higher highs nasdaq has broken records last year i mean guys come on crazy crazy and and if and and if we look at it at the moment the unemployment is rate is high interest rates have been just raised i mean the economy is in havoc is disastrous guys yeah so these are the nitty-gritties we just like to break down and make it simpler. And maybe we could find an understanding. And we're on a learning curve also. We do not know everything. But I just like to say something is rotten in the financial markets and we need to get to the bottom of it ASAP. Yeah, yeah exactly. Something is rotten. There is a serious disconnect because stocks actually broke the March highs. If you can remember, in June, it broke the March highs. And think about this, guys. Every single time they print this money, money is being printed. Money is being printed, guys. Think about this. Every single time that the Fed is printing money, when money is being printed, mm. that drops the value of the fiat currency. In this case, we're talking about the dollar. Same thing with the rand. Of course, some may argue, oh, why did why did the dollar spike during lockdown, the beginning of lockdown? And can I say this? Yeah. Can I say this? Some people will dive into it later they should understand the difference between money and currency. Currency has to be backed by something. Yeah. Back in the day in the 19, I think it's the 1960s until 1980-something. Yeah. yeah, the dollar was backed by gold. Yeah. That is currency and then there's money. So you see, there's a shift here in, in the supply and demand because the money's got to be backed up by a certain dollar, but now we have more money for less dollars. So which is possible that um an ounce of gold could be held by 10 people. Yeah. So what could happen if everyone who owned gold decided they want their gold to deliver to their house? Would everyone get their gold, those who are invested in gold? Yeah. Food for thought. I mean, yeah. And to just build up on CS point, um, with, with the whole thing about real money or uh, real currency, whatever term you want to use, it has to be real money is backed up by something. In that case, prior to 1917, and I specifically say prior, before 1970, 71 to be precise, money was <coughs> by, or currency was backed by gold, which meant that the gold, the price of gold was equivalent to the price of the dollar. So that meant that you can exchange your dollars for gold at the same price. So it means that the Fed 
they can't print up as much money that they want because they can only print as much as there is um, um, gold being mined. So that makes money real because there's a capped there's a capped amounts that you can actually print. So that makes money real. But now when you break away from that system and now money is just paper, it's backed by nothing. It's nothing. That's it's just a, a thought abstraction. It's that's that's money. I heard this other guy's idea. Mm. He said that money isn't real. It's just a thought abstraction. It's a perceived value. You perceive money. Yes. With this amount. Yeah. Lim- this amount. Yeah. Yeah. And then here, here's my personal definition. I like to think of money as energy. It's transferred between people and it has power, <laughs> just to say the least. So anyways, um, that's going to lead to our next point. The hottest boy on the block, Bitcoin. What <laughs> happened during lockdown? Bitcoin was not affected at all because Bitcoin is not tied to any central system to the government. It's an it's independent blockchain. It was not affect. It's no, it was not affected during lockdown during the crash. Bitcoin actually was doing good, which will lead on to our next point, which recently just happened. Um, Elon Musk, guys, he decided that. Um, can can Dumishu, Can you finish that up? What did Elon Musk do? Yeah. So mm. basically, so basically, for the listeners who don't know, Elon Musk just bought one point five, or not just bought. He bought it a few weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure if whenever you guys are going to hear this, but Elon Musk recently bought Bitcoin. He bought 1.5 billion for Tesla, not in his own personal capacity for Tesla. But the irony Mm. is that when he announced that, Bitcoin's price immediately jumped. You see how unreal this thing is. It just jumps 20% (laughs) just on news, just on some stupid news. On top of that, Mm. on top of that, he bought it, but Tesla's price crashed. Not like, <clears throat> but it just pulled back a little bit. And now it's in a bear market. So there's really, it's it's interesting times we're living in. Mm. There's a big difference. I'm sure. Very interesting. Maybe the investors are seeing this Bitcoin acquisition mm. and they're just wondering, no, we don't want it. On top of that, Sia, you wanted to talk about this, that Bitcoin, they're going to allow Bitcoin as a, as a, a medium, payment method. Yes. Yeah. A medium of change so in their company, about- which... Mm. Which which leads up to the next point, which builds up, guys. Um, as we know, um, 2021, Joe Biden came into office, and the guy seems like he is really dedicated to his job because he seems like he wants to change a lot of policies. And here's the one that really intrigued me: tax the wealthy. You know, tax the wealthy. So if this is done, uh, because during lockdown, I think Joe Biden said that um, Americans are suffering, and while Things are crashing. People are losing their jobs. These people are getting rich. As we saw during lockdown that Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Tesla, like these guys got rich. They were born trillions. I mean, this guy could count one, two, three and then have money. But anyways, the point that I want to polish here is that why is Elon Musk buying into Bitcoin? Why is Elon Musk doing that? Mm -hmm. And why... And is, is this a tactic for him to avoid tax the wealthy? Is this a way for him to take his money and put it offshore? Because, you know, Bitcoin, nobody can trace it thoroughly because it's not really controlled. It's blockchain. So, yeah. What I is think, it? What's going to happen? What's going to unfold? Like, that's the interesting part as a trader, as an investor, as an economist, as a person who lives in a civilized society, guys. You should think, because this thing affects you one way or the other. It affects you, my friend. You might think, I don't care. It affects you. Go to the shops, look at the bread price. Remember 10 years back, it's different. It affects you because those guys got more power. The richer gets richer, the poor gets poor. Maybe it's it's rocket science to some people. Yeah. 
I mean, think about it. Think about it like this, man. I mean, and you raised the good points about bread prices. So I don't want to just cap it into food prices, but just really just talk about inflation because obviously this money printing has a big impact on um, potential inflation expectations. I mean, we've been seeing treasury yields on the 10-year rising, which we'll discuss in a separate um, video, <coughs> a separate episode. But what we want to just basically... Um, get the idea of is this inflationary environment that's not going to end well i mean look at oil oil crashed to negative 40 in march 2020 and immediately after they announced that they're printing money oil started recovering how see just explain to me how on earth do we live in this world where oil <laughs> prices are going up during lockdown let's just think about that for one minute how the I've, hell I've, I've, I've got i've got a term for it my friend yeah. i call it artificial supply artificial, <laughs> artificial mm. supply for nothing there's no demand <laughs> only now the demand is starting to pick up because obviously countries are getting out of lockdown and stuff but think about it in 2020 there was artificial demand you're just increasing oil prices because of the dollar's value because remember the dollar is tied to oil i'm um, not not in that sense but it's priced in oil so if oil prices go up usually it means the dollar is weakening and that's the reason why oil has been going up because they've been doing all this money printing and it's not going to end well it's unintended consequences there's this phrase i like to use the the what, what's this phrase again the <laughs> the road to hell is paved with good intentions just remember that good guys. intentions good intentions guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i think that's that's all for me i think that's all for me we will go deeper into this as as you guys listen to our episodes we will be talking about qe and understanding what bonds are we're going to talk about the dollar we'll have a debate about that rising interest uh, the basic things that will help bubbles guys. bubbles yeah. how the government dealt with it oh and before we end here's an interesting fact when the gold i mean when the dollar was removed from the gold standard if you check the the trade charts it's been on deficit ever since meaning that the united yeah. states has been doing a lot of importing instead of exporting so that leaves them at a negative trade balance food for in thought fact, also yeah see so yeah, in fact they're about to break the all-time high of world war ii's <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. It's these are these are crazy financial time these are crazy financial times, guys. World um, War II. Mm. We're in a COVID war. <laughs> now, this is a financial war, guys, because if you don't rage this financial war, hey, I'm telling you, poverty will be your friend. And I don't think any of us want that. So we need to really, you know, yeah. educate ourselves from time to time, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And um, guys, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for joining us. And I think we will see you um, on the next episode. If CIA On episode one? Yeah. If you have anything um, you want to add on? No, I don't. Nothing. Um, check the link in the description, guys. You can get our email. You can get our Instagram page, Telegram link. Just check the description box. I'm sure you'll get everything there. And I just hope you took something away from this episode. You know, we... We... we what do they call? We jogged your mind. We intrigued your mind. Like, yeah. now you have some questions. And you know, if you have questions, this is good. Because this is what this show is about. We want to raise awareness to the people and you only become wiser by yeah. having questions because when you have questions you want to get answers and answers make you wiser so yeah okay no <laughs> mm, problem. That, that's it from me that's it that's from it. me that's it. thank you guys for joining us and we will see you on episode one